There's going to be a release of the supernatural right now. The Holy Spirit is about to move in this place like never before. The power of God is about to touch you like never before. The power of God is about to heal you like never before. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and just bless the name of Jesus wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and just as all the name of Jesus Christ. There is a release of the supernatural.
of thanksgiving for he is great and greatly to be praised he is to be feared among all gods let's worship him let's give him thanks in the beauties of holiness father we thank you we have come this far by grace we have come this far by your mercies it's all by your grace. Your tender mercies, they fail not. They are new every morning. Oh, Father, what shall we render? We honor you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We give you praise, Jesus. Thank you for your angelic ministries unto us for enabling your angels to bear us up in their arms so that we didn't even dash our feet against any stones, oh God. Mighty God, we bless you. Thank you for your covenant of peace. According to Isaiah 54 verse 10, the sure mercies of David, oh God. Oh, Lima has a of What shall we render unto you? What shall we render unto you? Oh Lord, we bring to you our sacrifices of thanksgiving today. 
in the name of Jesus. We have seen a thousand fall at our side, ten thousand on our right hand, day after day, Lord. But none of these calamities have come nigh us, nor our dwellings in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Together with our families, we are grateful. We render unto you the sacrifices of our thanksgiving in the name of Jesus for your wondrous works, for your deliverances, for your peace, for exemption from trouble. Oh God, for your blessings upon our lives. Hey, day after day, in the name of Jesus. Some of us, oh God, we travel, we use the road every now and then. Yet you have not, you have not for once relented in giving us your journey mercies. Lord, we thank you for journey mercies. In the name of Jesus, the breath of life in our nostrils. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, with a heart of immense gratitude, we bless you, we bless you, we exalt, we extol, in the name of Jesus, a hey, wonderful Father, hey Jesus, we bless you, oh Jesus. Hit us under the shadow of your wings. Father, we bless you. We bless you. Father, we bless you. listening see how far this good God Jehovah Almighty in whose hands are the deep places of the earth see how far he has brought you your family at your workplace we are still in the month of July and counting his faithfulness endure forever. You might not have yet experienced all the blessings and the promises of God you laid before him at the beginning of the year, but God is not unrighteous. He is not unjust to forget your, your works, your labors of love and righteousness. Hallelujah. So I want to put aside everything and now pray and you are asking God that Father the word says who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord he who has a clean hands a pure heart and has not lifted up his soul unto vanity Lord I know there is a blessing in the house for me today there is a purpose for my being here there is an, a portion of my inheritance in the breaking of bread, in the administration of the Spirit, 
Lord, in the name of Jesus, cleanse me, prepare my heart, prepare my vessel, cleanse me, wash me thoroughly with the blood of Jesus, forgive me of all my wrongs, my transgressions, the places that I erred, in the name of Jesus, and prepare in me a clean heart, a pure heart and a clean hand, to be able to receive from you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, da, 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 da. hey Lord, I pray for cleansing by the blood of Jesus, wash me clean, oh God, purify my heart, oh God, Every dent of sin, every stain of sin, in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Father, purify. David, David said, cleanse my heart, purify my hands, and he said, in the name of Jesus. Who am I? Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness of sin by the blood of sprinkling. I receive forgiveness for all my errors, the places where I missed the mark, the places I couldn't please you due to lack of faith, my wrong thoughts, in the name of Jesus, inconsistencies, unfaithfulness, in the name of Jesus, I bless you Lord, I give you praise, I give you glory, in the name of Jesus, blessed be your name, hallelujah, David, I am loved, who am I, and David could not help but give thanks. Then who am I? Who is my father's house? That you have brought me this far. Who are we? Some of us, they don't even know our name. They don't know our father's name. They don't know our grandfather's name. But they know us. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. lift your voice at this juncture. You want to pray in the language of the Spirit. Pray in the language of the Spirit. Bible says pray. Bible says pray with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance for all saints. You want to build yourself up. But ye beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You want to lift your voice, lift your heart together with your voice, Pray in the language of the Spirit. Build yourself up. Latch onto the strength of God. Latch onto the strength of God. Tap and tap to and connect to the supply of the Holy Spirit. To build your to stir your spirit up to today's encounter. You don't want to in the name of Jesus, Thank you, Lord. 
is your capacity to perform in this kingdom hallelujah the purity of your oil determines your value the capacity also determines your value hallelujah and your oil is your treasure you want to tell god the lord even as i've come as i've come i presented myself before you in today's fellowship increase my oil pour out unto me more of your oil more of the supply of your oil for your word says in psalm 36 and verse 9 that with you is the fountain of life in your light i will see i will see i will see light with you indeed is the fountain of life in your light i will see light john 1 and i think the verse 14 or verse 16 says that of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace grace for grace lord i want to receive of your fullness lord more of the treasures of your oil more of the divine treasures of your glory more of the divine treasures of your power in the name of jesus more than a prophetic word lord i want you more than healing i want oil in the name of jesus oil to be able to effect desired changes in every areas of my life uh, that i am expecting and trusting you for changes uh, in the name of jesus i don't want to be a cold christian uh, i don't want to be a weak christian uh, i don't want to be a christian who is tossed to and fro uh, by every wind of doctrine uh, i don't want to be an unstable christian uh, lord oh god uh, grant me oil uh, i don't want to be a foolish christian uh, like the full five foolish virgins uh, i want to be among the wise virgins uh, but there is a treasure there is a treasure there is a treasure the Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for oil that I will be able to effect oil by which I will be able to effect changes in my life. Oil which I will be able to effect changes in every area of my life. I desire things. Marana Makada Badu of Paranda Lava, for oil in Kapaya, for there's a treasure to be desired, oil, fresh oil, Marana Magodola Badu of Kaya, Rana Managada Rasha de Bedeva, Ragada Basuan Parana Nikidiva, Maragada Badu. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Last prayer, you want to say that, Lord, grant me an encounter with your grace, an encounter with your word, an encounter with your presence in today's meeting in the name of Jesus. Through the ministration of the word, through the ministration of the spirit, ministrations of healing, deliverances, the prophetic word, Lord, grant me, grant me a fair portion, a fair deal of my inheritance in the name of Jesus. I do not want to live here the same. Let me live here transformed. Let me live here with a shift. Catapult me. Catapult me. 
journey into another dimension of spiritual understanding, appreciation of your spiritual things in the name of the Lord Jesus. Drive my roots deeper, another level. Drive my roots deeper, another level in the name of Jesus. Hey, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. Hey, even as you hand over to me, keys of divine understanding, keys of establishment, keys of power to divine settlements in this time. Lord, Grant me understanding. Grant me understanding. Grant me understanding. In the name of Jesus. Faith in 
God worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He worketh in you. But the doing of that good pleasure has to be you. So in Exodus 14, I think the verse 13 or so, one of the verses, he said, He says, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Tell these people, tell these people to move forward. Hallelujah. When God eventually hands over to you, Alright, God bless you, Minister Iben. When God has eventually handed over to you the keys to establishment and unveiled to you the secrets of his covenant that pertain to divine establishment and settlement, he expects you to be the one applying the keys and unlocking those doors. You don't expect God to now come down like he came down to see the city of Gomorrah Sodom and Gomorrah. You don't expect God to come down in a bodily form again, come and take the keys from you to open those doors for you. No. Because he has given you a certain power of attorney in the name of Jesus. You are God's a mystery. You have been empowered and equipped and given authority in this realm to enforce a certain mandate called the dominion mandate. And with that mandate also you are able to bind and loose the power to bind and loose is supplied by your father but he doesn't do the binding and the loosing he says whatsoever you 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 will bind on earth just look at that shall be bound in heaven whatsoever you abuajiwa you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven that is how powerful you are in this earth realm because the force that is backing you is greater than any other contrary force hallelujah first john chapter 4 verse 4 little children greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world greater one the greatest one lives in you now, as the word of God proceeds, you want to tell yourself, yes, God bless you, Mr. Redeem. It says, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he, greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. So there is one in you, and there is one in the world. And then this scripture, this verse of scripture is contrasting the, 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 the potency, the abilities, the supremacies of these two beings or personalities. And he's saying that the one in you, you might think you're a small person. So for somebody to indwell you even should mean that the person is, is, still, is even smaller than you because the person is able to live in you. You're able to contain the person, but no. No, there is a mystery in here. How that God can be contained in the flesh is a mystery. The mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Sin of angels. The mystery of godliness. So your heart, your spirit, I think it's, it's, it's in the book of Timothy. Your heart is a very vast place. Your entire human personality or vessel is a very, very big thing. Physically, your body looks small, infinitesimally small, almost in a trifling manner negligible. 
but but your spirit which is con which your body contains is so vast that the God of this universe who is so infinite can live in your spirit is that not a mystery that is why the Bible says what shall it profit a man if he, he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul why should God con why should he contrast why should the scripture contrast you as a human being as small as you are no matter how big you are, I don't think you are bigger than the biggest building in Accra or in Ghana you are not even if you are to compare the biggest building in Ghana to the entire world, it is still infinitesimally negligible. Too minuscule. It is just like trying to compare the, the shoelace of an ant to a whole elephant. So how much more a human being? And yet, Bible says that Jesus made this contrast. What shall it profit a man if he, should, if he would gain the whole world? And lose his own soul that means that you are more valuable more valuable than all the resources of this earth its government and its powers authorities its glories put together that is a mystery beloved you are too big you are too big to belittle yourself the greatest one lives in you you are too valuable to look down upon yourself Your value is not dependent on your outward appearance, how beautiful you are. On the days that you do makeup, you feel so high, you feel so confident. The days when you go all natural, then your, your confidence wanes. You feel like something, you're not complete, something has been left out of you. No. Your value is not dependent on your outward appearance or adornment. It is in who. Your value depends on who is inside you and what is inside you. The intent, eternal investment of God within you. Hallelujah. And then God now takes it a, a step further to call you gods. I say to you, ye are gods. That is not the theme of our teaching tonight. Hallelujah. too valuable to look down upon yourself hallelujah your value is not dependent on any outward adornment or physical possession any position of power or authority conferred upon you or any office of authority or power that you occupy hallelujah your your, your value is not dependent on any of these things your value is in god so I think in Matthew 6, Jesus said to them, is, is that, Why do you worry about what you will eat, what you wear? Even look at the, the sparrows of the field. Are they not clothed? They wake up not thinking, not working, yet your heavenly father feeds them. And are you of no, are you of no, are you of not no more value? Are you not more of more value? Are you not of more value than them? Are you not more valuable than them? Hallelujah. The next time you feel down, the next time you feel depressed, the next time you are tempted to compare yourself to somebody because of what you have or what you don't have, look to Jesus. Think about God. 
Think about the one who lives on the inside of you. Don't think about the one in whose house you are living. Hallelujah. So I want to get into today's word. I want you to make a proclamation, a very bold proclamation unto yourself. Please, as we continue, if you haven't followed the podcast, this is a family of our Lord Jesus Christ. We believe in every sound teaching of the Bible. Hallelujah. We lay emphasis a lot on fastings, a teaching of the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. We lay a lot of emphasis on prayers, prayers, holiness, purity, repentance, intercessions, all forms of prayers, especially prayers of intimacy and intercessions. Intercessions for families, for communities, for nations. Hallelujah. So we are family of faith in Christ Jesus. Tonight, as we get into the word, you want to make this bold declaration. You want to tell yourself, I am growing bigger and better and stronger in the name of Jesus. Even as the word of God comes to me, I am growing bigger, I am growing wiser, I am becoming more and more intelligent, stronger by day. My path is shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day in the name of Jesus. Because the word of God is able to build us up. Acts 20, 32 says, Beloved, I commend you to God. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Hallelujah. The word of God, the word of God is our building block. Hallelujah. The more word of God you have, the more light you have for your journey. You need light for the journey. You need light more than healings and deliverances and breakthroughs and prophetic words. You need light. And the surest light is the word of God. The psalmist said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The brighter your light, the faster you can travel. The brighter your light, the faster you can travel. The deeper the darkness, the brighter your light must be. Bible says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Then it says that darkness shall cover the, the face of the deep, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon you. The Lord. And Bible says that with him is a fountain of life, and in his light you will see light. So if God arises upon you, it is it is He giving expression to another dimension of brightness or light, giving expression to the flow of His light in your life, so that the light of God will give you security, clarity, protection. Even light is also an armor. Hallelujah. Light denotes revelation. Light is an armor. Light denotes knowledge of the word. Hallelujah. So your light has come. That's why you want to make that bold proclamation. I am growing stronger. Let's take it for the last time. Shut the 
God bless you for helping us with the scriptures. Amen. I think sometimes when I'm moving very fast, I might not quote them. Since we are a very prophetic family and a people who are grounded, built, founded, and consolidated on the word of God, it is certain that we have eaten the scriptures. We have eaten the scrolls because we've taken the light in the word of God. We've taken the light. Thy words were found and I did eat them. I'm growing stronger, bigger, better, wiser. Hallelujah. Alright, let's get into today's word. Who knows what our prophetic theme for this month is? What is our prophetic theme for this month? The theme given to us by the Holy Spirit to run with. Who knows? If you know it, you can type it into the chat box. It's our month of... You've left us, you've left out something. You've left out something. Alright. So, people of God, those joining us. Many people want to be blessed. They want to drink from the assistance of the altar of this house. And yet they don't want to honor, they don't want to follow. Oh mercy. How people want to reap where they have not sown. That is against natural law. Genesis 8.22 People want to benefit from graces they do not want to honor. Mercy. If you are following, you are listening. We've not started, but you've been blessed by the presence of God in this place. And a brief introduction, you want to click on, just tap or press that button, the plus button beside the name burning ones to follow the podcast. You are not following an individual, not the voice of he whom you are listening to right now, but you are following God. Hallelujah. There's a ministry. You didn't come and see anybody's picture posted here. We are not in this for self-glorification. The aim, the vision is to project Jesus. Hallelujah. Like the show. Like the show to support. To show your support to the podcast. We don't raise monies here. From beginning to the end of this meeting, we are not going to raise any money. So God sponsors us miraculously through people who give generously for the renewal of our podcast and everything. So all you can do, the least you can do is to simply what? Like the podcast, share the show, share and follow. Amen. Like, keep liking, share and follow. Amen. And God bless all obedient people. May the covenant of God in this house work for you in jesus name even as you came to it through your obedience amen so july was declared unto us on the 30th of june a matter of fact or matter of truth before 30th of june the holy spirit declared the month of july unto us as our prophetic month of establishment and settlement month of establishment and settlement and then the anchor scripture was from the book of psalms chapter 90 and the verses 16 and 17. Somebody please help us so that we can quickly get down with this and then minister to us out of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Or from the Spirit of God. Today we are going to be dealing with quite a number of scriptures, so 
um, I would want to urge us or as many as who ask and support don't be a spectator hallelujah the blessings of God in the house of God are not for spectators the blessings are designed for partakers those who partake it's your partaking that enables you to key into to plug into the blessing hallelujah not observers that is why in Joshua chapter 1 the verse 8 it says that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you will what observe you should meditate upon it day and night and observe to do all that is written therein for thou by so doing you will make your way prosperous observe to do observe to do and you will have what good success observe to do Bible says in Proverbs the book Proverb I don't know whether it's chapter 15 he says he who loves instruction loves knowledge he who loves instructions loves knowledge but he who hates reproof or correction excuse me say is stupid but that's what the Bible says so I'm going to be dealing with quite a number of scriptures um, whenever I talk I mentioned the first scripture Minister Eben, please take that. The second scripture, um, Minister Winning, take that. The third scripture, uh, Minister Redeemed, you can take that. Amen. Please, let's remind the rest of the family on the platform, our WhatsApp family platform, to join us, those of us who are less engaged. Amen. Our numbers are very low today. Okay, Psalm 90, verse 16 and 17. Um, the Bible says, I often like the King James Version, so please don't confuse me. Amen. If you put any other version, I'll still quote the King James um, to the best of my abilities out of my heart. Amen. It says that, Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. So there is a word you want to take note of over here. Let the works of God, it's talking about the goodness of God, that which God has done to the benefit of his servant or his children. He says, let it appear, let it show forth, let it manifest. We were created in Christ Jesus for good works which God predestined or ordained from before the foundations of the earth. Somebody help us with that scripture. We, were, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which Christ or God foreordained even before the foundations of the world. He's saying let these good works appear unto thy servants, not the bosses, not the observers, people who serve. A servant is one, somebody, first of all, who is connected and planted to a house. Servants are meant for houses or homes, households, institutions, empires, kingdoms. So you have no business having such expectations of God or from God when you have not planted yourself and identified yourself and taken upon yourself the identity of a servant. And if you are not a servant, you are a master probably or you are a boss. You are a boss. Bosses don't obey instructions. They give instructions. They only obey instructions from their superiors. 
bosses don't take instructions they have in fact i even don't like the word boss even though semantically it doesn't connote any negative meaning it has no negative connotations in terms of its meaning but to in a certain sense of the word a boss feels to me like somebody who is authoritative domineering instructive somebody who lost it over other people but a servant is one that is first of all identifiable by service number two humility number three obedience let thy work appear unto thy servants please post the scripture because of the, the recent comment it has posted it has pushed here Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 God bless you minister Aben Ephesians 2 10 says for we are his workmanship whose workmanship God's workmanship and we were created in Christ Jesus unto good works to what end unto good works which God had before ordained that we should work in them so the works have been done the blessings and the promise of God have already been provided. Even Bible talks about these, these blessings in heavenly places. All we have to do, those footsteps of the blessings have been laid. All we have to do is to put our steps in them. Step after step, step after step and walk in them. But our walking demands alignment and accurate knowledge of those things, those blessings, those works according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us unto glory and to virtue i think first peter 1 3 or so or once it says according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge through the, the things that god has god has equipped you god has god has furnished you god has made provisions for everything concerning your life in the in the two realms or domains the things that pertain to life that is on one side and then the things that pertain to godliness on the other side because you are his workmanship you are created in jesus christ unto good works which god has ordained that you should walk in them second peter 1 3 thank you god bless you But these works, these blessings, are for servants. In fact, when you are faithful in your service, you will not only be established, but your relationship with your boss graduates. Is it John chapter 15 and verse, um, verse, verse 13 to around 16? It says, henceforth, I call, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends because what? He says, servants do not know the secrets of their bosses or their, their masters. But whatsoever my, my, my master, my God, has given unto me, I have made known unto you. He says, because you served me faithfully. Because you have served me faithfully. And you built intimacy and trust with me. Therefore, I am giving unto you access to the works of the Father, the secrets of the Father, secrets that make for establishment, secrets that make for divine settlement, secrets that make for you to be able to access your blessings, those blessings in the heavenly places. 
Secrets that will enable you to what? Enforce all prophetic decrees and wage a good prophetic warfare concerning all the prophetic words you have received that have gone on ahead of you even while you were in the womb your mother. That is God. God bless you, Mr. Eben. For the scripture, John 15 and verse 13. He says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man should a man lay down his life for his friends. Yes, that's true. He said, Ye are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you. A servant may do certain things, but a friend, an alter ego, one who is gotten by your like, or who has been begotten by your like, is willing to follow through. Because when they see them, they've seen you. And when they see you, they've seen them. There is likeness in thoughts, likeness in semblance, likeness in actions, likeness even in appetites and desires when it comes to friendship. So it says, ye are my friends if ye do. You are, you are doing because you are allowing the workings of the Father in you to find expression outwardly. So the more you do that, he's saying that I will now graduate you from servants unto friends. And you know what? That is not, it's not the graduation and the entitlement alone, but the access. The access. Somebody, you want to type access. Access to the secrets. The Bible says the secret of the Lord is with them. Psalm 20 or so, verse 4. The secret of the Lord is with, with them that fear him. The Bible says he will show them his covenant. It says, henceforth I call you not servant, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard, all things. Apostle Paul also made this state in, in, in Acts chapter 20 verse 26. He says, I have not ceased, I, I have not ceased to declare unto you all the counsel or the whole counsel of God. So Jesus set the precedent. He says, he says for all I have, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Oh my God, my God, what a relationship. And this one requires time, it requires trust, it requires patience to build. It doesn't come on a silver platter. No good thing comes easy. No good thing comes easy. Your, 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 your marriage is delaying because what God is preparing for you. Usually there could be self-inflicted delays or demonic delays due to wrong foundations in the family. And sometimes there is also the element of the divine workings of God. To prepare you better. Because what is bringing your path is bigger. Sometimes the delay in, this, in the job is because God wants to equip you better with, with, with himself, with his virtues. He wants to build a new stature. God bless you, Mr. Redeem. For I have not watched son to declare to you the whole counsel of God. I have not shunned. That is Apostle Paul speaking. People of God. Bible says that the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he shall show them his covenant. Now I've not even gotten to the, the place of emphasis yet. But I find myself trapped. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go back to Psalm 90 verse 16 and 17. It says that let thy work appear unto thy servants. So remember that your ability to see, to ascertain, to see, to handle 
It is one thing to see, to know, to hear, and it's another thing to actually handle. To handle it means that a thing has become a reality to you. Mater it has become of tangible materiality. You're able to handle it. It has it, it has been transferred or been transported from one realm to the other. From the immaterial world of existence to the material world of existence. Let thy work appear unto thy servant and thy glory unto thy children. The children of servants even get to see the goodness, the blessings and the glory of God in establishment. Why? Because a good man, Bible says, a righteous man or a good man, leaveth an inheritance for his children, even his children's children. And what is a good man? A good man is one who walks with God. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. Psalm 37 verse 23. Verse 24 says, Though he stumble, he shall not fall. For the Lord upholds him. Some version says, Though he stumbles, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord shall preserve him. A good man. A good man. Verse 17 of Psalm 90 now says, And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Oh my God, my God. The beauties of the Lord. Sometimes people see you and they don't acknowledge you because you, 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 you see, you are present but you are absent. You are present but you are not seen. You are present physically but you are covered. You will exist or you are living. You, you, are, you exist before them but you, don't, you are not living. Because the beauty of the Lord is not upon you. The favor of the Lord, the light of his countenance. In the absence of the light of God, the beauty of God, darkness. Bible says darkness was upon the face of the deep because God had not yet shown up. God wasn't there. In the beginning, Maybe in the beginning of your life up to this point in time, darkness had covered the face of your life. Darkness had covered your glory so that your works are not being acknowledged. You are not being seen. No matter how much you do in the family or at the workplace, they are not acknowledging you. You work. You probably work. You work yourself out. Day in, day out. More than a lot of the staffers. And yet, and yet, it amounts to nothing. Because darkness is, of, is upon the face of that deep. But when the Lord shows up and his beauty comes upon you. Oh my God. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And let the beauty of the Lord our God. Not the beauty of makeup. Not the beauty of connections. Knowing people in high places. Because there is somebody who is higher than the people in the high places. There is somebody who is above all. He who is above is above all. There is somebody. The most high God. And sometimes he sits. And Bible says that when he beholds, he looks upon the heathen, he laughs in derision. He looks upon them with, 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 with disdain and he laughs. The Lord now, he who sits in heaven, he laughs. 
because he's above all. He knows. Bible says from everlasting to everlasting his God. In his hands are the deep places of the earth. His hands are all the all the creatures of this, this world. And this, the world which is to come, the world which was before now. The God of all flesh, the Father of all spirits. He who sits in heaven laughs. So there's a beauty of knowing people in high places, people in power. Sometimes you can have all those contacts and they still amount to nothing. Because the beauty of the Lord has not set in. It says, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Oh God. Father, this is our prayer. This is my prayer for somebody. May God establish the work of your hands upon you in this month of July and beyond in the name of Jesus. In this month of July, may God establish every good work of your hands according to this scripture in the name of Jesus. Bible says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. I am declaring the word of the Lord. May every work of your hands, every good work, be established in the name of Jesus. Even the good intents of your heart that you want to establish, you want to materialize. May God grant you power to establish them in the name of Jesus. Receive strength and power to establish them in the name of Jesus. This month of July will not pass you by without, ex without experiencing significant divine establishment in all areas of your life in the name of Jesus. The areas you allow God to work, the areas you avail to God, the areas you open up to God about, the areas that you are willing to be vulnerable before God. May God let the light of establish, His establishment, the beauty of His establishment, the strength of His establishment invade all areas of your life and establish those areas in the name of Jesus. Establish every unstable area of your life in the name of Jesus and settle you and settle you and settle you in your high places in the name of Jesus. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be on us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, then he emphasizes, this is an emphasis, yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. So God is looking for something in your life to establish. As many as are receiving and tapping, may God establish it unto you in the name of Jesus. May God do it for you. There shall be a performance. Matter of fact, there are testimonies. The person, one of them, okay, two of them are here. Somebody's visa, the, um, the, the email of the visa was sent about three days or four days ago. Then the visa was, was delivered today. The main visa, everything has been certified. We've been praying and working this out. It's been done. We've not been here praying about traveling doors. People of God, God those are crumbs. I tell you that when God wants to give you a main meal, don't worry yourself about prophetic word. What is a prophetic word when you have the Bible? Man, you have the Bible. The surest word of prophecy. Not that we don't prophesy here, no. I'm not belittling the gift of prophecy, no. God wants to give you himself. The book, this book of the law, it shouldn't be part out of your mouth. You are not making, not meditating upon it day and night. The word is not in your heart. 
How can you make your way prosperous? The prophetic words will come. You'll be waiting and waiting. One relationship after the other. One failed relationship after the other. And the next person will even come seeks to still take advantage of you. And you know he's not serious because of his attitude. God wants to give you of himself first. Then of every other thing from his hand. He wants to give you his heart. We don't seek the hand of God more than we seek the heart of God. Because the kingdom is enough. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. God wants to give you the main meal. You are seeking after crumbs. Crumbs. Are you a dog? Permit my language. The Bible says that the crumbs that fall off the table, those are the things, those are the ones for the dogs. visa is nothing this is not the first person God is doing this for in this family it's not she's not the first last time it was last month when we we're having our family gathering some of you heard the testimonies I'll be sharing most more, more more and more of them on our platforms the healings the deliverances I Somebody also sent me, one of us in the US sent me a voice note yesterday that you told me last month, somewhere last month that I don't know, I was talking to you and then you you you, you spoke to me that somebody is going to give me a phone. I just, I just took it for a joke and then lo and behold, um, where I am now, the owner of my, uh, my, my residence just gave me a phone and the phone she gave me, she said that it is her young phone, one white lady, her young phone, iPhone iPhone 11 or 13 Pro Max or something. That is her young phone. So what can do for you? She was. We didn't. We never prayed for a phone. We never. In fact, whenever he calls, the things we pray for were better things. Matters of the kingdom. Get yourself busy. Serve. We looked at the first part of Psalm 90, verse 16. We talked. We spoke about being a servant. How God reveals His works unto His servants serve find yourself a faithful family be committed be planted a fertile place god wants to give you better things does god not know that you need a phone to connect to podbean or this meeting right now or to listen on youtube or facebook live does god not know is it is god too ignorant to know this no does god not know that you need phone to make calls he does that is why the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget. But if we have the faith of babies, we can attain unto maturity. Because we can't appreciate the meat of the word. That was a word in the passing. And yet it's lighted up. God sent a word into Jacob and it, it has lighted up upon Israel. Psalm 90 verse 16. Can somebody please repost it again? 90 verse 16 and 17. Psalm 90 verse 16. God bless you. Now, last time in our fasting and prayers, we looked at what the beauty of the Lord is. And we looked at what it means to be established. 
according to Psalm 26 verse 12, rooted and grounded. How that when God sets your feet in an even place, it means that you are stable. Establishment and, and set, settlement also talk of, they, 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 they speak of stability. Stability, a place of focus, a place of wisdom. Wisdom to the affairs of business, the affairs of life, the affairs of your career. Wisdom, stability. Focus, unwavering focus. Unwavering focus. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. We have not started, though. We have not started. We have not started. I'm now come to define the theme and then we move on. Bible says, but the God of all grace. <laughs> that means that there is a matter of grace involved in this. Somebody want to type, there is a matter of grace. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a little while. All your suffering, no matter the duration, according to God, is a little while. After ye have suffered a little while, or after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen. So you see, your perfection precedes your establishment and your settlement. So you've been praying. You've been praying, God, open this door for me. For a couple of years now, I need a traveling door. Lord, I need this job. Lord, I need a, a beloved. I want to further my education and God is saying that I want to perfect you first of all before I perfect I want to perfect you and to perfect you I'll have to pass you through the flames of suffering so you can build long-suffering endurance patience love while you are going through the process and I'm dealing with you in the process after you have suffered a little while I will make you now perfect through that suffering and then what I will strengthen you and begin to establish and settle you so perhaps somebody listening right now it might not be your, your, your season of settlement as in proper destiny settlement but you are still going through the dealings of God as he is perfecting you God is perfecting you he's still strengthening you because where you are going is another level you need strength to ascend you need strength to ascend and when you go higher the view the binocular view of people increases the higher you go the more you are visible the more people can see you so in that state you can't afford to be with errors you can't afford to be making mistakes because you become people's role models you become examples to people you become somebody's um, god or idol so god must build you to perfection so that you don't misrepresent him where you are going 
so that we, we, we don't misrepresent him where he's taking us. In his perfection, he aligns. Character alignment. Alignment and conformity to the image of God. And then he grounds and he settles us. Hallelujah. What does it mean to be established? Number one, to be established means to be settled by God. To be settled, to be settled by God. God himself settles you. Bible says that God told Abraham one day, or once upon a time, he said, Abraham, leave now your father's house and, and go to a land where I will show you. God was seeking to promise, God was seeking to establish Abraham. Eventually, his children inherited that land. They were established there. Now, Abraham left. He got up. He prepared and he set off. And he began journeying. He was a sojourner. He journeyed and journeyed and journeyed. But until the inheritance of the promise, he was not yet settled. So to be settled by God means to be spiritually married. To be, set, to be established by God means to be settled spiritually, maritally, career-wise, financially. All areas that you, you can actually apply to settlement. Number two, it means to be established or to be stabilized by God. To be established by God means to be stabilized, to be made stable and firm by God. Stabilized and made firm by God. That is to be rooted and grounded in your faith. Ephesians 3 spoke about that. We looked at it during our period of fasting and prayers. Rooted and grounded in the faith. Stability and firmness. That is establishment. Hallelujah. Then, um, and also you can talk of 1 Peter 6 verse 10. Establishment also means being secured by God. Establishment also means being secured by God. Now let me add a scripture to this third one. The, the earlier ones I forgot to add the scriptures. Because of time, I'll mention that quickly and then we proceed. To be secured by God. If you read the book of Psalm 27, Verse 5 and verse 6. Please, can someone help me with Psalm 27, verse 5 and verse 6? It says that God bless you, ministers, Aben and redeemed. It says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. That is divine security. To be, to be established also means to be secured by God. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Establishment. May God establish somebody at the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. This month may God establish you. Even this year may God, Jehovah God most, most high establish the work of your hands and establish you in your career establish you in your marital destiny this month and this year without fail in the name of jesus this is a psalm of david so i can say david now says he shall set me high upon a rock he shall set me high after securing me 
and planting me, establishing me. Now he will set me high. Oh my God. My God. Somebody want to type, set me high, Lord Jesus. Set me high, Lord Jesus. And as you heed this prophetic instruction, may God set you high in the name of Jesus. May God set you high. May Jesus set you high. Estab establishment is a certain high. May God set you high. May God set you high. It doesn't matter what is going on around you. Bible says our temporary, some, can someone help us 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17 or so. It says that our, our light affliction which is, which is for a moment worketh in us and found out an eternal weight of glory. It doesn't matter. God is still working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Because he is a God of seasons and times. People may talk, they may criticize you like Job because they don't know the dynamics beneath the, the workings of God in your situation. They may attribute the, 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 the challenges, the inconsistency, the delay in the actual, the delay in the manifestation of the blessings of God to certain things. They may assume, but God is not unrighteous. Hallelujah. Bible says that hope deferred maketh the heart sick but when the answer when the desire cometh it is like the tree of life I pray whatever hopes whatever good things you have set your hopes for you have set your hopes on in God whatever answer and results you have been seeking from God and I have been seeking from God may God answer us and settle us and establish us in the name of Jesus for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding, a far, far. Now it says more. <laughs> That's, that sounds like an English tautology or error. But in literature, there is a word. It, 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 is, it, it is reaching a climax. It says worketh for us a far, then more. Then it says exceeding, then eternal weight of glory. Oh my God. My God. My God. What a word. Yes, they may assume, but God is not unrighteous. He is not unrighteous to forget. Sometimes He is preparing you. The bigger the promise, the longer the preparation. The more intense the battle, the greater the victory. He's preparing you. You need to teach your hands to war so you can be able to, to secure the promise when it arrives. You need to teach, he needs to teach your, your fingers to fight so you can ward off all the enemies of your glory and your lifting. Divine security. To perfect you so that you don't misrepresent him 
I cannot imagine myself doing the work of God or teaching and preaching this way five years ago. I think five years ago, I had already started, by God's grace, I had already started mounting some pulpits around in my area in Tema. We had some seminars and conference, conferences for especially the youth. And on some occasions, I preached before the church, um, the congregation of the church where I was planted. But I can't imagine myself serving and doing the, house, the work of God in a time better than this. In any other time than this time. Because all of those times, God was equipping me. He was still establishing me. He was still settle, settling me gradually. So beloved, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, the, the psalmist now continues to say that he shall set me up upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up. May your head be lifted up above your enemies. May your head be lifted up above your colleagues. May your head be lifted up above all your competitors in the name of Jesus. Now, 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 not, not next year, not next two months. Now, may our heads be lifted up above all our competitors and enemies in the name of Jesus. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Oh my God, what a form of ambushment. They are not just situated on his left and on his right. They are round about him. No wonder the Bible says again, I think Psalm 37 verse 4 or 34 verse 7 that the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him to deliver them from trouble. May God secure you through establishment in the name of Jesus. May God secure you in your current location and every other place that you will be going to, every places you'll be stepping feet at in this month of July, August, September, October, November, December, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 28, 29, 30, 2031, 32, May you not be surrounded and encamped around by enemies. May the angels of God take charge over all your spaces in the name of Jesus. Then he says that, and now, 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 you see, when God hides you, when you have security in him, when you have access to his secrets, when he establishes you and drives your roots, your grounds firmly, upon him that is foundations now your head is lifted up glory god is our glory and the lifter don't forget that psalm 90 verse 16 he says that and let your glory can somebody help us with that scripture he said let your glory be revealed unto our children or so he says now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me therefore Will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifice of joy? I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. 
God is the lifter up of the heads of his people. Our glory and the lifter up of our heads. Our glory, my glory and the lifter up of my head. God is your glory and the lifter up of your head. God is your glory and the lifter up of your head. God will be your glory and the lifter up of your head. May God be your glory when men are cast down. May you experience liftings because your glory and the lifter up of your head. He is with you. He has not forsaken you. May he ground, perfect and settle you. In the name of Jesus, among crisis, may he show up. Among crisis, may God show up for you. In troubles and perplexity and despair, may God, Jehovah God, Show up on your behalf in the name of Jesus. The psalmist said, And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in this month of divine settlement, divine establishment and settlement. Yes, Psalm 3, verse 3. He says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. There is another dimension of protection where God. You see, one dimension is in physical things. You have a, you need a security guard, a watchman. You have to make sure you lock your doors. You need to travel in a car that is safe. You make sure you don't travel at night. You don't travel too long. All of these things are physical security measures that you put in place to safeguard your life and your destiny, which are limited but to this physical realm. But there is another level, which is Psalm 34, verse 7. The angel of the Lord now encamps round about you. And beyond that, now God himself, he is able to become your shield. He is able to become your glory and the lifter up of your head. Enoch walked with God to this dimension. God literally surrounded him until one day he was swallowed up. He was taken up. He became lost in God. He became lost in God. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Thou, O Lord, you are our shield. You are a shield for us. Your presence is a shield for us. Your presence is a shield for Eugene. Your presence is a shield for Ebenezer. Your presence, oh God, Elohim, is a shield for Cassandra and her family. Your presence, oh God, may it be a shield for Cornerstone. Your presence, oh God, may it be a shield hey, for Minister Aaron and his family. Your presence, oh God, may it be a shield for Abuajiwa. Your presence, oh God, may it be a shield for Redeemer. Your presence, oh God, may it be a shield even for Stephanie. Hey, be our glory and the lifter up of our heads. Psalm 34, the same one of the verses from the verse 2 downwards, it says that they looked up upon him, they looked unto him and their faces were not ashamed, neither was their countenance falling. Because God's presence makes a difference. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed it's impossible it's impossible it's impossible because the glory of the lord is upon the face of jesus christ you cannot look upon that glory you can't behold that glory and live with a falling countenance is an error no your countenance will be lightened you become radiant it's an error 
So sometimes when you feel that you are losing beauty, the, the best thing to tend to is not makeup. It's not makeup. It is the word of God. It's able to make you up spiritually from within to the outside. Look upon him. Take the word of God. Sit on the word. Begin to read. Begin to behold. Your face, your spirit, as your spirit man is energized, your face becomes, begins to become radiant. And you will never be ashamed. For surely there is an end. And your expectation, as you behold him, and as you become him, your expectation shall never be cut off. It is a spiritual makeup that works. It works from the outside, from the inside to the outside. My God. this very thing into my innermost being to be able to appropriate this word into my spirit let it find expression in my life in the name of Jesus even as my spirit is being stirred my spirit is being quickened in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God bless you, that was just a, a short quickening, so we have looked at the establishment of God in the threefold meanings of the word, there could be more, because revelation is progressive, to be settled by God, to be stabilized and made firm by God, to be secured by God, and we said, we just, we just finished the exposition on the being secured by God as a definition of this, the, the establishment and settlement of God. And we said that to be secured by God as relates establishment is to come to the place where your life is not at the mercies of your human enemies, physical circumstances or the devil. Your life cannot be at the mercies of your physical enemies. circumstances around you apostle paul says something he said for i know in whom i believed oh my god my god and i am persuaded even persuasion is not the peak of the peak of belief persuasion is 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 the the third according to what the spirit of god ministered to me some some year, a couple of years back it, start, it all starts from perception, perception, information, understanding, it, perception, information, knowledge, understanding, then persuasion. And then it graduates to the place of martyrdom. 
He says, I know, I know. I, Paul. I, Paul. I know. People don't know. Some of them choose to choose not to know. Some of them have tried and they've not yet come to the place of apprehending the knowledge of this God. But I have been able to walk with him for such a time as I have come to know through my dealings with him. I know. I know in whom I have believed. And that knowledge has, from that knowledge has proceeded a certain persuasion, a certain firmness, a certain, a certain graduation that is leading me to be established and to be rooted and grounded in him. Because I have come to the knowledge of him, I know in whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep. He is persuaded in the abilities of God. Yes. And he said, Ben, this is what the Spirit of God was teaching me on some time ago. I remember I was walking around the library. I, I, I was in second year by then. And the Spirit of God was, was, was just teaching me on this. So I took out my phone and I began to write. It says, all knowledge stems from this. The strength of belief system stems from this. They perceive, they become informed. Having been informed, they come to the knowledge of that thing. And that knowledge imparts understanding. And when that understanding is deep enough, they become persuaded. That, is, that was a point that Paul had come to. So he wasn't joking. That statement wasn't a statement of trial and error. No. People who talk like that, they have come to the point of resisting unto blood. They've been able, they are, they are ready to die. They are dangerous people because they are dead men walking. They are not talking from knowledge. It's, it's knowledge that has, that has been experienced. They've, they've handled the thing. They've handled it. John chapter 1, 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. It says that, that which was in the beginning, which we, our, our eyes have seen, or we have looked upon, we have heard, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Yes, God bless you, Mr. Ebed. That which was from the beginning, let me read. The Spirit of the Lord. Which we have heard. Which we have seen with our eyes. Which we have looked upon. And our hands have handled. That is what I want to emphasize. So these people have come. They, they've come to the true experience of this. These are people that you can't, you can't toss them to and fro. They are grounded. They are stable. They are rooted. They are settled. So Apostle Paul said, I, I am persuaded. I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded as able to keep that which I commit unto him. I think First Timothy 1. What is that scripture? It's in the book of First Timothy 1 verse 12 or so. First Timothy 1 12. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Your exploits in life as a believer depends to the depth of your knowledge of God. I'm not talking about a big gnosis or gnosis. I'm talking about experiential knowledge of God. Experiential. When God walks you through circumstances, God puts you to the test and you pass. He allows you to go through certain trials. And you don't yield to temptation. 
experiential knowledge. Those are the people to whom God can entrust certain sensitive things of the kingdom. Second Timothy 1 12. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Why do you think that Apostle Paul would give himself over to these sufferings? When he knew perfectly well, he could choose the other way of freedom. For this reason, what is the reason? For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. The things you are suffering came with not only pain, but also shame. It came with so many, the things he suffered came with so many inconveniences, especially in the flesh. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know, for this reason, what is the reason? For I know whom, I know whom I have believed. And that knowledge brings me to the place of being persuaded in his abilities. Beloved, we have just done 20% of what we have for tonight. Let's move on. Let's look at some of the keys to divine establishment. In fact, today, before I came from church, I was contemplating. I felt I couldn't teach. Because aside being tired, I wasn't prepared. But the Spirit of God never ceases to amaze us. All he needs is for a man to avail himself. Keys to divine establishment. Number one, belief. Belief. The one with F, not V. Belief or faith. Belief. That is a noun form of to believe. Belief or faith in God's promises and faithfulness. That is, these are the keys by which you are able to what? Access or catapult yourself or position yourself to be established by God. Belief or faith in God's faithfulness and God's promises and faithfulness. Somebody help us quickly with in the order of those who are supposed to be giving us the scriptures. In the order, Minister Eben, Minister Jennifer, and then Minister Redeemed. Then Minister Cassandra, you take the every four, every fourth scripture. So, Second Chronicles twenty twenty, that's the first scripture. The next scripture, Hebrews eleven verse six. Scripture number three, James one, verses six through eight. Second Timothy one, verse twelve is, is, the, is the last scripture. Scripture number four, first scripture, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. The next, Hebrews 11, 6. The third, James chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, to verse 8. The fourth, 2 Timothy 1, verse 12. And they, they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood. We don't have time to go into the, the whole story. So we'll just deal with the verse as it applies to the theme or to this point. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, 
and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord, believe in the Lord, believe in the Lord your God. Then the God must, must move, you must be able to transition from the place of the Lord our God to the Lord my God. You must be able to transition if you are to be established in the faith and in the good things of the kingdom. You should be able to come to the place of growth and maturity where you transition from the Lord our God to the Lord my God. Apostle Paul said, but my God shall supply all my needs. But according to his riches, that is the strength of his belief. Believe the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. So do you have a prophet in your life? If you have his you have God and you have a prophet of God, God says that believe God, believe him, his promises, have faith in him, and also believe his prophet, the prophet sent to you. You know one thing I noticed, all those people who are testifying, eh, who are giving tangible, tangible testimonies, they are people who are committed givers in this house. They give without request. They give without being compelled. They give in season and out of season. They give sacrificially. They give selflessly. Somebody was testifying about how that before the start of the mid-semester exams, I prayed. He asked me, he knelt, after prayer, he knelt down. He told me to, to, to pray with him. I prayed with him and then released the blessings of God upon his life. And then I trusted God. It didn't end there. He was praying himself. He was studying. I was also praying to support him. And he was testifying about how that this has been the best mid-semester exams of his life in his, whole, his entire stay on campus. Said that even on one of the days he was studying and there was resistance. He didn't, he felt like stopping. He felt like the thing wasn't going. Like, you know, the language of students, the thing wasn't going. So he just decided to push the book aside and rest for a while. And dawn, when he woke up, something told him to visit, revisit one of the questions that they took for a semester exams or something, or a class test, a class quiz, something like that. And then when he went to visit it and and, and, and go through that same question, treated it, solved it, when he got to the, the exam hall, lo and behold, the two questions that came, they were all from that thing. Because declarations had been made, prayers had been released, and, and, and prophetic utterances had been made. There is a prophet in his life that he honors. A prophet he honors for which reason? By reason of his honor, the words of God through the mouth of that prophet doesn't fall to the ground. I tell people, you don't respond to messages on the platform and you want me to bless you. No. I can bless you. But will it be established? The gift of tongues. Because even the spiritual laws are against you. They are not in your favor. You are dishonoring. You are in rebellion. So even if the priest, by virtue of his good-natured heart, should still make proclamations, utterances, and what have you, it will still somehow, some way, not amount to anything. There are laws. Genesis 8.22 So long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest time, cold and hot, You see the man of God as your co-equal 
that is your definition can you receive no i can't be your prophet i can't not by my inability but by your own definition i can't the can't can't is not from my part it's not a challenge or a limitation on my part or on the part of god it is a, a limitation on your part that is what i've noticed every one of these people who, is, who have been who have testified who have sent me some of them sent me last week last two weeks i just didn't send i, I just didn't share on the platform because i've been waiting usually they send it you keep sending sometimes i tell people that you, you send me a lot of testimonies then when it's time you don't say anything i don't even understand you the truth is that every one of them has become a committed giver you know why you don't raise seeds it is more blessed when you come out of your will to bless a ministry than to be compelled than for a need to be raised to be raised before you meet that need because you are telling god is god god that god i and i have come to the place of understanding as a steward of your manifold resources you've entrusted unto me that I am supposed to support your work. I'm supposed to build your work. I'm supposed to support your servant and your kingdom mandate with the resources you have given me without being told to. And by virtue of my maturity and understanding, I am doing it. And when God sees you this way, that you are growing, He takes delight in you and releases until you come to such a knowledge you are not different from a babe. Bible says the heir, so long as he is a child, different not from a servant, though he be lord of all. So there are blessings wait for you. This 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 person that the white man, the white woman gifted the iPhone 13 Pro Max or whatever thing, and then uh, all of these people were given. It didn't happen by accident. It didn't happen by accident. God looks at the maturity of their hearts, vets their motives, looks at their, the purity of their intentions, and now he does what? He blesses them. He honors them. He says, my people are growing. They are growing an understanding of the workings of the word of truth. They are growing in the apprehending of the, the, the ways of the spirit. They are growing in giving. They are coming up of spiritual stature through prayers and fastings. And every prayer they pray, every teachings, the labors that are labored on their behalf, they sow into it, they honor it. So therefore, as they are honoring it, they are honoring me as well. And the servant whom I have sent to them, believe the Lord your God. What does the verse say? Second Chronicles 20, 20. It says, Believe in the Lord your God, so, he sh so shall he be established. Believe his prophet, so shall he what? prosper. So your establishment, your prosperity, two key things there. God and then his servant or his prophet. The prophet of God to you is the saint man of God to you. This one is not talking about the prophetic office alone. The saint man of God to you. Some of you, you pray. You come here, you pray, you are nourished, you, you enjoy the, the, the heavy, nourishing spiritual teachings, the reviving, enlightening teachings of God on the platform. And you go. You don't sow anything to it. You sow your seeds elsewhere. So God will position certain harvests 
that you could have actually harvested here in and in a better way he positions he positions them there but as far as god is concerned you don't he doesn't owe you any harvest on this land because you only come to observe the land and go you don't sow any seed on the land you don't put any seed on the soil of this land so can you expect a harvest no it's an error you'll be like that's on just servant who hid his talent in the parable of the talent and then told his master that he is an unjust master, a wicked master, and he likes to reap where he has not sown. So even if a servant could complain bitterly like this, how much more God? And the spiritual laws are already not in your favor. You can't reap when you have not sown, and you can't reap where you have not sown. And you can't reap what you have not sown. You can't reap where you have not sown. You, you can't reap when, when you have not sown. And you can't reap what you haven't sown. These are keys. declarations they may not happen in your life not because there is no oil on this altar there's no fire on this altar people you 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 know you now you know you've had plenty of testimonies so I, I don't I don't even have to talk too much God is present God is working Isaiah said with joy I will draw from the wells of salvation what container are you using to draw and to harvest from this altar no seed no harvest hallelujah no seed no harvest let me move to the next scripture I thought I was going to exhaust my note today but I know certainly that there's going to be a continuation of this session hopefully tomorrow God willing amen James chapter 1 verse 6 we said the number one key to prophetic establishment and settlement by God is what believing in belief or faith in God's promises and his faithfulness have faith in God know that what God has promised first of all know that God has promised you that he will establish you he will reveal his covenant unto you he will show his glory to your children and that he is faithful to perform and to do all these promises so belief or faith your belief or your faith in God's promises and faithfulness becomes your key to access divine establishment Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 6 says but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for let not that man suppose that he shall receive or he will receive anything from the Lord let not such a man think that he will receive anything from the Lord why because he is a double-minded man and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways instability is one of the enemies of establishment if establishment is evenness and firmness then instability is one of the greatest challenges and distractions and enemies to divine establishment and that instability in this case is due to doubt doubting God and his abilities doubting the man of God his integrity his power doubting his potency 
Do you know how long I have fasted? No, that shouldn't be the basis. We have just two minutes to the end of the podcast. I will have to end. You see, when we talk about giving, people have sown seeds into my life from January to now. Somebody has consistently sent like 500,000 CDs, 300. Yesterday or the three days ago, Cassandra sent 200. She says, man of God, I want to bless you. After this fasting and prayers, I'm sowing a seed into um, the fasting and prayers and into your life for this fight and all of that. I think two days later, that was when she just came back with a testimony. I'm not saying, I'm not prostituting the gifts of God, no. But you see, act of faith always provoke certain miracles and wonders. We have fasted and we have prayed. No seed. You didn't lay any seed on the altar. Simply because you don't raise seeds on this platform. Are you joking? I am, I am not going to teach about giving today. <laughs> if you are expecting it, it's not coming now. You have to know. You have to know. Hallelujah. You have to know. Beloved, let's go to the last two scriptures. So doubt is an enemy. Doubt is not your friend when it comes to establishment. And Bible says, so in place of in place of doubt, you need faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You are diligently seeking God, fasting, praying. You are teaching, studying the word. And you are looking up to God, who is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Bible says that have faith in the process. Exercise your faith in the process. Do not entertain doubt and unbelief. One who doubts is unstable. One moment you are believing, then you saw something and you are moved by the thing that you saw by your sight. You are moved. Then started doubting. Can it be? Can, how can these things be? That is, those were the words of Mary when Gabriel appeared unto her. How can these things be? Gabriel had to tell her, fear not. In your case, it is doubt not. Doubt not. Hallelujah. Beloved, we want to lift our voice. We have one minute to the end of the podcast. Lift your voice, lift your heart. Bless the name of the Lord. Four answered prayers. Thank Him for His word today. Thank Him for enlightening us. We want to give Him glory. Father, we thank You. I thank You for Your presence. We thank You. We thank You. We bless You for Your word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for your in the name of Jesus God bless you so much and please I want to put it on record all monies and all seeds soon they go into the ministry amen to his grace to his goodness I have seen the goodness of God in my life they go into the ministry I don't eat them. 
I love you, Lord. I want to put it on record. Oh, your mercy never fails so if want, me. If you want to bless the ministry, all my we have about 15 seconds to end of the podcast. I've been held in Just screenshot the contact you see on your screen. Amen. And you can bless the ministry. You want to get in touch? Screenshot. We meet you on Mondays. Tomorrow again, we are meeting at 10.30 p.m. Tomorrow is Tuesday. We are meeting at 22.30 GMT or UTC. Until then, may God be with you. Keep you. Be gracious unto you in Jesus' name. Shalom. Bye, bye, bye. All my life you have been faithful.